buckle up, it's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah. Hey, everybody. Welcome. This is a special 75th episode of That's How I Roll. <laughs> Excuse me while I fidget with my microphone because I didn't have time to do that beforehand. Anyway, I'm Jeremiah Isley, and you are listening to and watching That's How I Roll, uh, the podcast, like the lady said at the beginning, about the games we play and the lives we live. And uh, this is a special day for us. It's, like I said, it's episode 75. I feel that's pretty momentous uh, in terms of podcasting. A lot of folks don't make it that long, I guess. And so I thought, hey, let's, we got some cool things going on with Theology of Games. So why don't we take a little bit of time, do something special and different, and uh, do a live thing here on Facebook and Hopefully it all works out well. If not, I'm recording uh, the audio in the background and the video is happening too, so it'll get up on the internet some way. But uh, anyway, so if you haven't ever heard the show before, thank you for tuning in this time. Uh, if you have been listening these last 75 episodes or anywhere in between there, you know, 1 through 74 Thank you as well. I really appreciate that because it's folks like you that make the show happen. So really, really grateful for everybody who has been really supportive over the past couple of years that I've been doing this. Um, I try to do it weekly, but if you do the math, we've been doing this for a little over two years and I'm only at a 75. So I've missed a few weeks, but if you listen to the show, you also know that life happens <laughs> and has continued to happen. So anyway, I want to go ahead and we're going to give you a rundown of what's going to happen in the show. So let's do that right about now. All right. So what we're going to do today is I've got some cool things to do. I do a little segment called Real Talk. Uh, I'm going to also, before we get to that, I'm going to give you just a touch of a hist more of a history lesson about that's how I roll some things that I like to kind of recap every now and then when I do episodes that are sort of special. And I'm going to do a drive-by review of Thunderstone Quest from AEG. But uh, so we're going to talk about all of that stuff coming up here. But before we get to the Real Talk segment, which is going to be awesome because we're talking about Origins and Indiegogo and some really cool stuff going on with uh, Theology of Games. So excited about it. If you know, you know, and you know why I'm excited. But uh, before we get there, pardon me while I look at my notes. I know people that are listening are like, what is he saying pardon me for? Because I'm looking at a camera and I have to look away and I've got, it's like, you know, master control over here I like got to work all the levers and knobs anyway <coughs> so um just a quick history lesson of that's how i roll i started this as a show that i recorded in my car actually uh, which is kind of how it got its name it was first called my drive and then i changed it to that's how i roll and i thought you know i need to do something with my daily drive i was driving like 20 minutes one way to drop my kids off from school so I just throw in earbuds or I had a little like mic that I'd hook up to my phone and record and then come back and chop it up and edit it. And there was the show. Um, 
I really, ever since I started this, it kind of, I've always said, hey, it's my self-therapy time. It's my time to just like talk things out that are inside my head. And if you've listened to any number of the episodes, you know that um, we went through a crazy year last year with my daughter being born and uh, she was born early. So she was in the NICU for a long time. And then we had a house fire and I kind of lived all that out in front of everybody on the show, um, which was very therapeutic, I guess, <laughs> very cool. But um, we did that and uh, some really raw episodes came out of that, which were very cool. And, you know, there was moments in times of my life when I wasn't gaming much at all. So it was more about the life I live instead of the games I play, uh, which is okay. You know, there's, there's seasons of life that happen like that. So anyway, so that's a little bit about how the show is formatted. I really like to have guests on the show, but I don't do it enough. Uh, recently I had John D. Clare on the show, who was the uh, designer of Edge of Darkness and Mystic Veil and Custom Heroes, some games that I really enjoy. So it was really cool to have him on the show. Um, I've had Michael Coe from uh, from Gameland Games. I've had Lance Meister, who is the Undead Viking, who is also part of Tasty Menstrual Games. He's been on the show a few times. And my first ever guest was Jason Katarski, who is uh, Green Couch Games. Uh, I actually managed somehow to pull that off while I was still doing the show in the car. That was pretty crazy. And of course, I've had Alan Girding on the show a couple times. Alan's a good friend of mine. He lives nearby. He is the brains, half of the brains behind Tuesday Night Games and Two Rooms in a Boom, which is, even if he wasn't my friend, I'd say this, it's, it's my favorite party game of all time. It's amazing. It's great. So anyway, let's go ahead and let's get to... Uh, the real talk segment. So I've, I've changed the segment name a few times and I've just kind of stuck with real, real talk for right now because sometimes it's more about games and sometimes it's more about life, but it's just kind of what's going on in my head and what's going on, uh, in my life. And I kind of talk it out here in the real talk segment. Uh, it's so new actually that I don't have a bumper to play for you. I don't have anything cool to, to <laughs> kind of kick it off, but, uh, we're so, so excited about this. Theology of Games is going to um going to I'm sorry I'm reading comments on Facebook bald rules thanks Scott thanks Delton for listening and watching glad it sounds good that's awesome uh so anyway we are going to Origins Game Fair let me let me not distract from that fact we have a booth in Origins Game Fair's exhibit hall for this year, 2018. It's coming up in mid-June in Columbus, Ohio. It's one of, I guess it's one of the biggest. It's it's not as big as Gen Con. Uh, I'd say it's about a third of the size of Gen Con. It's a big, it's a big convention. Everybody knows about Origins. Most people know about Origins. So we're going to be there. I will be there from Thursday to Sunday. We'll be there the day before to get set up and all that stuff. We're super, super excited about it. So you might be asking, why are we going to uh, to Origins? What's the point of being there, being in the, in the exhibit hall? Well, there's a couple of reasons why. One is we want to be able to cover the convention as best as we can. And what better way to have a place inside the exhibit hall that's kind of a home base for us. We'll be able to go out from there, meet new people, meet new publishers, see new game designs. Plus, we're going to have a calendar set up where 
folks can come in and bring their their stuff to us show us the cool things they're working on if there's prototypes or things that are going to be kickstarted soon uh we'll be able to set up appointments with them we'll have a, a table and a space there to be able to do that we're going to be live streaming from there that's kind of why i'm doing this now is kind of a preamble to what we can actually pull off while we're there um we'll be doing podcast episodes there will be doing, like I said, live streams. We'll be meeting you, the listeners. We'll be making new friends and new fans, and we'll be giving stuff away. <laughs> That's going to be really, really fun. If if you know me, I I like Christmas is my thing, and I love giving gifts. And so we're going to have a few things that we'll be able to just kind of give away to anybody that stops by to say hi. And we're also working on uh, some prize packages that we can give away. We'll have some contests happening throughout the week. Hopefully, we'll get enough together that we'll be able to kind of do a cool prize package every day that we're there, um, which just ex- makes me so excited. I love it. Uh, so that's that's kind of the why. How are we doing this? Well, we don't know. <laughs> so we do know this. We do know we're going. We've been given a booth number. It's booth number 359. It's actually the first booth number that I picked out of the segment of blocks of booths that I could pick from. So that's pretty cool. Um, so we have a booth number. We're registered. We're going. Like I've emails have started coming in this week pretty fast and furious of like deadlines to make sure you get this info in and you want to do this or that or whatever. So it's like real, it's happening. Uh, how we're going to do this though, is hopefully with your help tomorrow morning. So we're live today. It's uh, February, <laughs> February. I wish it was February. I feel like I blinked and it's no longer February. It's April 19th. And we are um, in the morning, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be launching an Indiegogo campaign. I should say that correctly. Indiegogo campaign. Uh, And what we're hoping to do is just we're hoping to raise $3,000. I'm guessing that's not going to be enough but we're hoping that it'll cover a majority of our a majority of our costs and that we'll be able to uh, really do some cool things, the cool things that I was talking about, get some prizes to give away, uh, have a, a way for us to to do live streaming because having internet that's stable within the exhibit hall is going to cost us a little extra money. Um, and then of course we need like we want the booth to look cool you know so we we need to get some banner stuff made and uh some table covers and just and stuff like that like there's just a lot of little logistic things that go into being there and being a presence we've always gone to origins uh as long as theology theology of games is, is existed we've gone there we've been there i've been there uh i've been personally i've been there like nine or ten times so we go there for a couple days uh you know a handful of days here and there but this time there's more to it we've got to be there we've got to have this presence there so that three thousand dollars we're hoping is going to help cover that help cover some of our hotel costs things like that how can you help and what will you get so Here's a quick look. You're you're kind of looking under the hood here. Nobody's really seen this yet. Uh, if you're not watching on Facebook and you're listening, I'll describe it as best as I can. But we've got a video that's going to go in and, and populate this soon. I'm working on that. It'll it'll be up before we launch. But um, 
I actually went around to some Facebook groups for board gamers and I said, what do you look for when you are trying, when a, a board game site or a blog or a podcast launches a crowdfunding campaign? And a lot of folks said, we don't really want anything in perks. We just want to know, you know, hopefully it's a something that we've heard of and we've enjoyed for a while. And it's something that's been around for a while. It's not just somebody like trying to upstart and get people to pay for it. Well, uh, so we tried, We're I'm still working on a couple ideas to give you something tangible other than our heartfelt thanks. But uh we kind of ran with that in mind and then we created some opportunities for folks in the board gaming industry, publishers, designers, folks launching Kickstarters to sort of partner with us as sort of like a a partnership sponsorship opportunity. So um, really we've got the $1 every little bit helps level, which we will send you the kindest form email (laughs) you have ever received. If you just give us a dollar, we would love that. (laughs) We'll, we'll even, we'll fill in your name. So it won't say just fill in name here. We'll be sure to fill in your name for that. Um, The friend level backer is at $5. And what we'll do is we're actually going to put a page up on theologyofgames.com in which we will include everybody's name who backs on this level. So you'll kind of be imprinted and part of the site through this way, uh, through this level. At $25, you can be thanked on the Theology of Games podcast. Um, And I think if I've got them all up here, yep, so or you can be thanked here on That's How I Roll. And uh, we're going to include probably the Board Games FM one as well. I don't have that loaded in here just yet. But what we'll do is we'll take some time on the next uh, upcoming episodes of the Theology of Games podcast and myself here on uh, That's How I Roll. And we'll thank everybody that gives at this level. Um, we'll spend a little more time on that and Uh, you know, if you want to dedicate that thank you to somebody else for a special occasion, an anniversary, birthday, whatever it might be, we would be glad to do that. You can write us a little note and we'll be glad to give you a little bit of airtime on our shows uh, as it were. So let's continue to scroll down here a touch. And these kind of just get into more of the sponsorship opportunities where we're selling some of our banner ad space on the site, um, the sidebar ads. And then you can actually sponsor seasons of our shows. So the Theology of Games uh, podcast for all 12 episodes of season two, which will start this summer. Uh, You can do that. You can sponsor season two of That's How I Roll, which again will start this summer. And then, of course, uh, Board Games FM is a little more expensive because we do that show daily. So it's going to be season two is going to be about a hundred episodes or more. Um, so we're selling that spot sponsorship opportunity as well. Again, uh, we're just hoping that we can partner with some folks and uh, we hope that you enjoy what we bring to the gaming community. We've been doing this for nearly six years. July 1 of 2018 will be our six-year anniversary of being Theology of Games in which uh, we've had uh, you know ups and downs and there's been times when we've had some gaps in our productions and things like that, but we're hoping to kind of turn that corner and use this as a launching pad into something that's more regular, more uh, 
consistent and more just reliable for our not just our fans but the publishers that place their trust in us when they send us review copies of their their material that we're going to be able to use this as a launching pad and make sure that we do our best for them as well and we're producing the quality content that hopefully you expect when you come to theology of games so i i think i'm done pitching all of that um I really, really appreciate everybody who has uh, been a part of Theology of Games for these last six years, and we're just we're excited to look into the future with all of this. So, um, with that, I'm gonna say once again, just check it out. We'll be we'll be tweeting this stuff out. We'll be hitting Facebook with all of it. But tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., we're gonna launch Indiegogo, and we we're gonna invite you to come along with us. And before I go any further, I'm just gonna double check and see if there's any questions that have come in. Doesn't look like it, so we're good there. And let me get back to this. And I think right now, now it's time to talk about Thunderstone Quest. Whoa! Hey everyone, look! It's time for another drive-by review. All right, so Thunderstone Quest, I've got the box sitting next to me, and if you're not watching, here's the lid, like I could fit my head inside this thing, it's huge. I took a picture of it with my iPad standing up next to it, and I think it was taller than my iPad. It's massive. Um, let me get the stats for you here. So it is for two to four players, it plays in 60 to 90 minutes, and it's for ages 14 and up. It's from Alderac Entertainment Group. That's AEG for you folks. Um, and I'm going to give you a just, I guess, kind of a quick rundown of how this plays because uh, it's, well, I'll talk about that, what I'm thinking here in a little bit, but it's a deck builder. At its heart, it's a deck builder. Um, Thunderstone Quest it's the newest in the Thunderstone line. Obviously, um, Thunderstone's been around for a while as a deck builder. And I don't have a whole lot of history with the Thunderstone uh, franchise, but I do uh, I do enjoy a good deck builder. Excuse me. We always talk about deck builders, and it kind of gets down to two different... Uh, two different titles when you talk about the top of deck building and I talk you talk about Dominion and you talk about Star Realms which really raged onto the scene it's super easy to learn it's a small box you know a little $15 box and boom you're off and running with two players so anyway so deck building is is something that I enjoy my wife love, likes to play deck builders we've played a lot of Dominion in the past and um, so I'm always up for a good deck building game so you as I describe some of the things that happen in this game, you're going to go, oh, yeah, it's a deck builder. Uh, basically, like you would expect, you have a starting set of cards that's your deck. Uh, you do have a cool player board. I've got 
So for those who are watching, they can see this. There's a cool player board where your deck goes and your discard pile and you kind of keep your hit points. Like as you take damage, that track fills up in the middle. And in the top up here, there's place for your um, your resources like lanterns and food and stuff like that. And then uh, there's some a player aid at the bottom, which is very comes in very handy. Although I'd say you get a quarter of the way through a game and if you've played any deck building you know what's happening in this game so uh you have two options basically on your turn you can either go to the village or you can go to the dungeon if you go to the village you can do village type things that you would expect like you can buy a card from the marketplace uh you can upgrade your heroes you have uh hero cards or maybe they call adventures uh i I'm trying to remember. Anyway, uh, some of that terminology. But you can upgrade those. You can heal a hero there. You can um, you can also go to the bazaar and kind of swap uh, tokens. Like there's a, a trading key for that. And those are basically the things you can do in the village. Things that you would expect in a deck building game. If you go to the dungeon, you, uh, you travel through these different rooms and there's three different levels and there's cards that come out into each of those levels and those are the baddies. Those are the guys you're trying to kill. The whole goal of the game is to get Thunderstones. You, Thunderstones basically equate into your victory points at the end of the game. So what you're going to do is you're going to try to kill these bad guys because the bad guys, when you kill them, they give you Thunderstones. The problem is, is the further down into the dungeon that you you want to get because that's where like some of the really good cards are, you need light. You have to have light to get into those rooms because it's a dungeon, right? So um, on the top of some of these cards, uh, there's little torch icons. And these are the rooms, and they're all modular, which is super cool. So when you set it up, it's all different, and they have different modifiers. They have different light requirements. Uh, they have different things that happen to them, uh, you know, after you kill a card that's in there. Uh, so it's always different. It always sets up different. There's a quest book that kind of tells you how to set up these different experiences. And that's really the only questy thing about it is that there's a quest book. It has some flavor text. And it tells you what cards to use in your set. Sort of like if you look in the back of the Dominion rulebook, it says, oh, for a high point scoring game, use this set of cards. For uh, uh, a take that, you know, an attack kind of game, use this set of cards. It's basically that. Um, that's, I guess, if I have a small knock on this game, it's not very questy. It's not, uh, you know you have to accomplish this task by finding this person and then killing this monster and then return to the tavern and everybody has uh, a raucous good time because they've completed the quest. The quests are more like scenarios, like here are the cards that are available to you, here's the monsters that are in there that you're trying to kill, and and that's really it. Um, so those are your two options. If you go to the village, you can't go to the dungeon unless there are certain cards that let you do that. There's a cool set of treasure cards that are on the on the board that sometimes certain monsters will let you get. Like if you kill a monster in a certain room, you get a treasure card. And those are usually pretty powerful. Sometimes they're like lasting effects that you have. Uh, it's very, very cool in that way. But uh, 
and that's really it. You play through, there's uh, these cards that you have to find that come out of the monster decks. Once you find the fourth one, game's over, and whoever has the most Thunderstones wins, uh, essentially. that's uh, Sometimes there's a few other little scoring things that happen, but it's a deck builder, right? So um, here's what I think about this game, though. Uh, so this game is, first of all, it's really good. Um, spoiler alert, I love this game. I, like I said at, at the top of this review, um, the whole idea of it being one, kind of trying to unseat in my mind dominion is still the best deck builder right um star realms came in and a lot of people said this is the second best deck builder ever and i kind of agree with that it's very quick to learn it's a it's a gateway game for sure like you can take that game out show people three different icons and teach it to them and they're good to go in my opinion thunderstone is more of a next step deck builder if you have friends that have been playing dominion or star realms or any number of deck builders you know ascension uh all these deck builders that come out and they have lineups and you just you buy cards you try to win victory points one way or another if you have friends that have sort of grasped that concept very very well but they're maybe not next level gamers they're not like sort of gamer gamers this is the one that's going to make them gamer gamers. Uh, it looks massive. So I showed you the box. Like there's this cool tray insert. There's there's minis in it. There's uh, these modular boards that are in it. It's It looks massive and daunting and it looks ridiculous. But when you break it down and you set it up, you're like, I know how to play this game. It's great. It's the cleanest playing big box game that I've ever played. It plays super clean. It's really fun. Um, I, the first time I played it actually wasn't even my copy. It was uh, AJ, who's a part of Theology of Games. He he actually backed it on Kickstarter. And he got his box and we played it. And he said, so what didn't you like about it? And I said, the price. Uh, <laughs> but even at that, the price is is well worth it um the box that's sitting next to me has over a thousand cards in it so if you think of if you buy uh, I, I go back to dominion but dominion has a bunch of expansions you know there's seaside there's intrigue there's all these different sets of cards well you buy three of those you're up over 100 bucks and you probably don't even have as many cards so uh so i don't even know that the price point is a turnoff with with thunderstone quest uh it's it's just great. Um, I love the the different puzzly aspect of it of trying to decide: Do I go to the dungeon this time? I know there's. I'm trying to get down into it, but I don't have the right cards that give me enough light to get there. So you you kind of start constructing your deck that way, and then there's different mechanisms of how you can upgrade your your heroes and how powerful they become. Uh, it's just it's fun the theme is great i love the fantasy realm that it's set in it's there's a lot of really fun things about this game uh i just i can't really uh i i can't really knock this game at all we we've we've talked about this a lot here at theology of games we've talked about 
well, is it overproduced? It's got that big box. It's got the minis. It's got all this stuff going on. And I, it, yeah, it may be overproduced, but I love it. You know, we I've always said uh, for years and years, any deck builder should have a game board. And you look at, you know, Star Realms and Ascension and some of these other games out there, uh, I think even like the DC deck building game, they've got these special play mats that you can buy and it shows you how to set up the game on the play mat and it organizes it all for you. And I've always said deck builders should have a game board because it just should come with that. It helps setup go a hundred times faster and easier. Well, it's here. It's in this game. It's... Uh, Everybody has player boards and it keeps all of their stuff organized and it keeps the game moving. Uh, yeah, it's it may be overproduced, but let's be honest, a lot of that just came because of the stretch goals that were hit with uh, with the Kickstarter campaign. It was wildly successful and they kept adding these things and it didn't really cost a whole lot more in the end for them to do that, you know, for the consumer. So... I can't say enough about it. I really, really enjoy it. It's a great, great game. And if you are, if you're into deck building games, this is the next step for you. This is the one that's going to take you to the next step. You're going to really enjoy it. And the replay value is crazy huge. There's just so much there. You'll be able to play this one over and over and over. There's so many different ways to set it up and go on these quests but it's just, it's a lot of fun. I think you're really going to enjoy it. So if you're a deck builder, if you love it, go get it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, that's it. That's it. That's all I've got. I did it. We made it. Facebook Live, episode 75. That's how I roll. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks to everybody who has been a part of the show in one way or another. Um, I'm going to check Facebook really quick just to make sure there's no other uh, questions or anything coming in. Lots of nice jobs and thanks and stuff like that. So thank you guys. Really appreciate that. Thanks to everybody who's listened and uh, watched this evening, but especially as you know, these last couple years have gone by and these last 75 episodes really appreciate that. Thank you so, so much. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can always go to theologyofgames.com. It's got links to all of our social media sites there, including Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Uh, you can always email us at theologyofgames at gmail.com or just use the contact us tab there. Again, you can sign up. This would be great. You can sign up for our newsletter there as well. And when our Indiegogo campaign launches, we'll shoot you a quick email. We don't spam you. We just let you know when there's new stuff for you to enjoy. Uh, but again, if you want to help us out with our Indiegogo campaign tomorrow, Friday, April 20th, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, it'll be up for 30 days. You can even chip in a dollar. And you know what? If you can't spend a dollar, that's awesome. I totally get it. Times are tough. But if you wouldn't mind sharing our campaign and telling people about it and about us, that's just as good. That is that is money in the bank for us. 
the more people that know about it, the more the word is spread. We appreciate that just as much. We really, really do. So I'm going to sign off. Thanks again for 75 episodes. Thanks for listening. Here's to another 75 and much, much more. We'll see you guys at Origins Game Fair uh, coming up here in June. And uh, really want to thank you again. Just uh, unbelievable. So much fun. Hope you enjoyed the live stream for those of you who watched. Hopefully we'll be able to do more of this on special occasions. And uh, just looking forward to that really good time. All right. Until next time, I'm Jeremiah Isley. And that's how I roll. Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and drive safe.